Hey, what's up, guys? T-Dot here. Seems like it's been forever since we put a podcast out. We've been going through some personal stuff, some recording issues, some location issues, some nobody watched the movie but me issues, but we finally got one recorded, so we're back. Uh, We're recording again this week, so we should be right back to our normal weekly schedule. Um, No conversation on this one. It's just the discussion of the movie, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to put up a failed attempt at this when I was the only one who actually watched the movie so if you enjoy listening to me ramble on and on and then bitch out some people for not doing their fucking homework you should listen to that second part if not just stick to this first part and you'll be fine anyways uh the music you hear this original is provided by my boy Millionaire Mims um thanks for that shout out to Millionaire Mims um look them up on SoundCloud and hope you guys enjoy the show thanks for listening give it imagination much Alright, guys, have we watched Judge Dredd? Yes, we have. 1995, Sylvester Stallone, Judge Dredd. Okay. Just making sure. Yes, painful. Painful? It was great. Rob Snyder put on the best performance of his life. I honestly believe that. Better than the Water Boy? Rob Snyder put on the best performance of his life. We can do it! But wake that bitch up in! We got a game to win! (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Quiet on the set! All of that's going in the podcast. Alright, welcome back, guys, to another episode of That's Your Opinion Podcast. Episode 6. That's your opinion. Sorry it's been such a break, guys. We had a bunch of shit come up and a bunch of issues, so... Didn't get the episode out, but we're recording today. I'll try to get this episode as possible. Not doing as much editing as I used to, so hopefully it'll be quicker than before. But I might be uh, immersed in another world with dinosaurs. <laughs> be distracted. We'll talk about that later. All right, so Judge Dre, Sylvester Stallone in his peak mm-hmm. before he was just veins, when he was actual muscles. All right, so no, he was still just veins. <laughs> he's been he, veins. He's still too. he's still five foot four in veins. Yeah. <laughs> or actually, he's probably five foot. He's, he's like still a five foot. They just got some good practice with the camera and so. He's a beige spaghetti monster. <laughs> All right, so Judge Dredd, nineteen ninety five movie. Uh, one thing I noticed about it immediately in the very beginning of the movie, there's narration, just like Conan. Mm-hmm. Guess who the narrator is? James Earl Jones. James Earl motherfucking Jones. You gotta be, you gotta be lucky as shit to be born with a voice that is so good that everyone is just like, we gotta get this guy to read some shit. How do you even do that? I mean, seriously, that's like nobody does that shit. No, nobody does. Morgan Freeman does it. James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones does it. Um, Well, Morgan Freeman does it now just because James Earl Jones is old. I don't think that's it. James Earl Jones says that he still does. This is CNN. He does that live every time they say it on the... <laughs> 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 yeah. Wake up, James. Wake up. This is CNN. Where's my coffee? 
Now, um, Morgan Freeman does it. I've noticed that people are starting to get Samuel Jackson to do voiceovers too these days, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird because he doesn't do voiceovers in like the trademark type no, of way he that he Samuel talks. Jackson. Well, he, when he does the, the, the things, he does definitely have a bit of attitude when he reads it. But he's not, you know, fire and brimstone. I think the reason what, that Samuel more time, is getting into it is a lot because of his popularity. People also, have seen him in, in movies, uh, and, and his voice is very recognizable. He's been a badass. And let's not forget that Samuel Samuel Jackson is like sixty five years old. Yeah. He's getting a little old to be action hero too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Who's the guy in uh, that plays in? Uh, gosh, uh, James Spader or whatever he plays in. Uh, Spacey. No. What is he playing? Uh, he's not show where he's like a hardened criminal, but he's a good guy. Gosh, I can't remember his name. Punisher? No. <laughs> he's in like hardened criminal, he's a good guy. Prison break? Mm-hmm. Lost. Really, lost. really gotta narrow it now. I know, right? <laughs> Have you guys seen that one movie? There's a guy, he's a dad. Yeah. He's got hair. That's like that army thing, you know, AU and the camouflage. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you in the full. You all look the same, anyway. <laughs> hey, you in the combat boots. Yeah. All right. So, Judge Dredd, nineteen ninety-five, stars uh, Sylvester Stallone, Amon Asante, who basically impersonated Sylvester Stallone and was better at Sylvester Stallone than Sylvester Stallone. Um, Rob Schneider in the best performance of his fucking career, and Diane Lane, the eternally old but still hot woman. Diane Lane, when she was like nineteen, twenty years old, looked like. A distinguished 40-year-old woman. I, that's just my opinion, but that's what she looks like to me. She looks like a very beautiful older lady. Like, when she was 20, she was hot. She's 20, bro. This <laughs> 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 got Benjamin Buttons? What is going on? Benjamin Buttons. All right, but yeah. Like, if you see her today, the only difference between today and Judge Dredd, her face is the same. Just her hair is gray now. But she still, like, she just looks like a more distinguished Aged older lady. very well. She did age very well, but I mean, I guess when you start off as a 45-year-old woman, it's easy to age into a 45-year-old woman. <laughs> All right, well, so it, it happens to the best of us. I'm starting to get a little Oh, also, um, the hillbilly, the leader of the uh, the Angel family, fucking Herschel from Walking Dead. Yeah, I love that shit. I never noticed that before. I didn't notice it while I was watching Walking Dead, but as I'm looking, I'm like, I know that dude. But he was so the opposite of fucking Herschel. I'm going to dime myself I, out right now, and I haven't watched any of that Walking Dead just because... Dude, you I'm live in a farm in the middle of nowhere. You definitely need to walk and watch a day. And don't put zombies in your barn. <laughs> well, yeah. are they Girl Scouts? You need to watch the, you need to watch the show to understand that joke. Yeah. But anyways, um, uh, so this is like a futuristic cursed earth dystopian future in the movie like uh there's like big giant cities everyone lives in and outside of the cities it's just like wasteland it's fallout radioactive wasteland right and so uh yeah that's basically the background i don't think that i think in the comic books uh, it was like wasteland from like commercial interest or I mean, most likely. Yeah, I mean, it was like and yeah, kind of. Like that was the wasteland from them Maybe making I'm all right. that fucking spunk energy drink. It wasn't huge. <laughs> I don't know what it was called, but it was something like that. It so, had electrolytes. So also, like, there were people in the movie that I saw and I recognized, but couldn't 
couldn't remember their names and couldn't think of it anyway and I looked up their names and I still felt no closer to knowing who they were but I knew who they were like Judge Griffin and Judge Fargo and the, the block warlord dude who's uncredited in the film but like that guy is in a bunch of shit the guy in the beginning who like makes Rob Snyder become his bullet bitch yeah that guy is in a bunch of shit he's like in my opinion he looks like poor man's William Defoe. this is what he reminds me of Anyways, a, a, poor, a poor man's heroin addict? <laughs> what? <laughs> so a crackhead. Dude, pretty much. Oh, Mr. Clark, too. I <laughs> forgot about that one. William Defoe as Mr. Clark. This, this, we should watch some of the Tom Clancy movies so I can rip them apart. Well, it depends on how old they are. They're old. Oh, yes. They are old. Yeah, so... Um, but Mr. Clark is not the choice. Before we get started... Have uh, read Tom Clancy books? Uh, I read a little bit. I mostly played Tom Clancy video games. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so let's let's uh just uh real quick before we get started. Uh, what do you guys think the budget for this film was? A lot of special effects and shit. Mostly practical effects, but still. Nineteen ninety-five. I'm saying since it was. Slow, Don't forget about Rob Snyder with the spaghetti and the robot. <laughs> Thirty-seven million dollar budget. Wow, Bachi just literally looked. Into the wrong answer. What do you think, Steve? Uh, I'm thinking a little bit lower, maybe 21. 70 million dollars. Wow. 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 That's we true did. because Stallone, you know, he probably had to. Yeah, Stallone got 40, James Earl Jones got 20 just for reading the narrative <laughs> in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Rob Snyder probably just got credit. <laughs> Rob, Snyder, Rob Snyder got exposure. They gave him the spaghetti. Yeah, they got the a cart. Okay. Yeah, he gets to eat that spaghetti. <laughs> all the spaghetti you can eat in that garbage bin, Rob. I get to eat all of it? <laughs> right, so, <laughs> how much money do you guys think it made, domestic, not worldwide? Ninety million dollars. Let's not forget, this was marketed as a kids' film, so it probably had a lot of people go watch it. If its budget was around seventy million, then its payout was probably quite a bit more than that. I'd say closer to like two hundred million. Hundred and thirteen point four million dollars, mm -hmm. but that's just U.S. And I'm pretty sure this movie went overseas and probably made a shit ton more money. Yeah. Anyways, so the movie basically starts out with Rob Snyder getting released from prison. Actually, for this movie to be Judge Dredd as best alone to be the star of it, like the first ten minutes of this movie is just all Rob Snyder because he's funny. You gotta have a you know interesting yeah. character. He like wasn't buying funny to until buying he started dogs. getting his butt kicked. Well, it was a I mean, little funny in the beginning. It was just dude he's getting released from, from prison and going to his apartment. Yeah, okay, so he gets released from prison. He hops in a taxi to go to his new home. They give him a home assignment. Like, here's your assignment. It's called Heavenly Haven. So he gets in the taxi and he's driving. And he sees this, like, beautiful giant apartment building with, like, kids playing on a roofside pool. And he's like, oh, that must be Heavenly Haven. And the taxi driver's like, the fuck are you smoking? And he drops him off in, like, the worst, the worst fucking ghetto possible. And... Not just the worst because it's the ghetto. The worst because there is literally a war going on between two apartment buildings. Before it even lands, the announcement says, you know, you know, citizens be advised. There's a block riot, riot. a citizen riot in progress. But it is like you know, this shit's getting real. It is not a riot. It's literally two apartment complexes across the street from each other, just firing into the other complexes. It's fucking insanity. So you would think that they would control some sort of firearms in the future. Yeah. You would think so, but especially like park reviews. Their cops seem to be a lot like ours. Never there when you actually need them. 
And shooting unarmed people? Shooting unarmed people. Oh my so gosh. everybody's gotten <laughs> armed. <laughs> well, well, Sylvester Stallone is 100% like, it's like some of the cops you see in the media specifically. Yeah. Because Sylvester Stallone is like, he is a fucking murderer in this movie. <laughs> like there's parts where he kind of, he goes quote unquote rogue. He's not rogue. He's still one of the good guys. But the other judges are acting on orders and they're coming after him and he just murders them. Like, doesn't even blink. He isn't like, guys, I'm on your side. It's me, Judge Dredd. He's just like, one to the face, one to three to the chest. Like, he's putting them down. They were corrupt. I don't think I don't think all those judges were corrupt. I think some of them were just following orders, and they really thought Dredd was a traitor. They thought Dredd had massacred those people. Anyways, okay, so we're skipping ahead. So, um, Rob Snyder goes up into the apartment building, goes to his room, and when he gets there, there's a fucking gang in there. <laughs> like... You know, I think I think they're pretty much leading the fucking assault because at some point the leader guy leans out the window and like asks, "You with us?" And the other guy's like, "Yeah." And then so that other apartment and them start firing. You know, and they they synchronize their firings <laughs> at the other building. And Rob Snyder is basically like, "Look, guys, uh, I came in the wrong room. I'm gonna get like out of here." Yemen. <laughs> I mean, seriously. All right. Like it does. It does. It does. Um, kind of reminds me of Jerusalem and Palestine too. Uh, Maybe after a wedding. That's pretty much not an everyday thing. Well, you know what's fucking pretty crazy is I was looking at some uh, doomsday conspiracy spirit conspiracy theory stuff today. Nah. And they were talking about uh, like how the Pope had sanctioned Palestine getting their own state or whatever, and that like you know in September of this year Barack Obama will declare it official, and then due to that. World War Three would start. End of the world. Coming in September, guys. So just quit your jobs. Uh, spend all your money. Have all the casual sex, drugs, and drinking you can get because the world is ending on September 23rd. Or it's not going to end just like every other time it's ending. Like every minute of the day, pretty much, because nuclear weapons are above our heads. And just going Don't forget about Planet X. Well, Planet X could be a number of objects. Planet X is like a smudge on the fucking satellite picture. Get the fuck out of here. If there was another planet that was anywhere near us, we would be getting catastrophic natural disasters already at a much higher rate than we're getting, let alone for it to come around and be so fucking close to us that it shifts our polar goddamn, uh, shifts the north to the south pole. I'm not buying it. <coughs> not well, buying it. But if it does happen, I hope I'm one of the few people that just die immediately. <laughs> like supposedly like 60% of the population should die the moment it happens like the moment the catastrophe happens that many people would just die and then like 10% or 30% more would die in like the recovery years and only like 10% of the population would survive I don't want to fucking survive I want to go right when, it's, right when it starts oh yeah you wouldn't want to last yeah I don't want to fucking survive in that fucking I don't want to live in Mad Max no oh, thanks I don't live in Mad Max you can say that just like after the comment. It's right. like nuclear war, though. You well, don't no, want to live in well, no. well, Oh, my X God. Fallout 4 is going to be awesome. Yes, it is. And Fallout Shelters on Android is free, and it is fucking awesome. And too. it is awesome. And I'm totally addicted. The only problem is it's a time-sensitive game, yeah. so you got to like pay attention to that son of a bitch. Well, and don't tell t tell you about notifications or anything like that. Once you get, once you get a, um, a Mr. Handy or two, it makes it easier. Because they'll get the shit. Anyway, we don't need to talk about that. You guys should go get uh, Fallout Shelter if you have an Android or an Apple or iOS phone. Shit's tight. All right, so Rob Snyder gets basically drafted <coughs> into the uh, gang member army. 
And so they're firing guns and shit. Rob Snyder is somehow now, uh, like, muling bullets to them. And the whole time he's bitching and complaining, like, he doesn't want to be there. And they're just, like, ignoring that and forcing him. I don't know if they really forced him. They did threaten him when he tried to leave. But after that, they just kind of let him do what he was going to do. But anyway, so you see Hershey and the rookie pull up. And Hershey and the rookie, you know, they're waiting for backup, duck behind their cars. Then you see Dredd for the first time. The movie's been on 10 minutes. You see Dredd for the first time. He rides up all cool, gets off his bike, walks right into... Adrian! He yells Adrian, walks right into the fucking gunfire, looking up, puts on his loudspeaker and goes like, throw down your guns! And then no, no. He's no, what's even better is like the whole theme throughout the film was the, I remember the law. That is the first thing that he says is he, when he gets Does off he? his bike. He, he yells, I am the law. Lay down your weapons and prepare to be judged. <laughs> yeah, and so basically the criminal <clears throat> said fuck you and kept firing, which is understandable because the way he judges people is by choosing which bullet to shoot them with in his voice command gun. Like, he does not do any judging at all. Which funny farm bullet can he kill them? Exactly. And so, uh, it, he, then he turns to Hershey and the rookie and tells them, like, what, what are you doing? And they're like, waiting for backup. And he's like, well, it's here. And then he also, like, kind of chastised them to let them know that the bullet's range wouldn't reach where they're at, so they're stupid for ducking behind there. It's like real, like, kind of... He doesn't do it in an insulting way, but it's very insulting. Like, just like, hey, dumbasses, these bullets can't hit you here. So then they go into the building, gun hole, rookie gets shot and killed, of course. Then Sylvester Stallone kills everyone in the fucking room, except for the leader. Then he goes to the leader and reads him a bunch of shit. And then purposefully, I think he did it purposely, turns his back and waits for the leader to pull a gun and then kills him too. It was that dramatic effect. Yeah, or it was like, that guy doesn't have a gun, so I'm going to put this gun down here and wait till he shoots me. No, I think it was more like, he knew he was bad, so he just wanted to draw. Get the draw. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Also, um, Rob Snyder excuses himself for something. I can't remember what he excuses himself for. And he leaves and hijacks a trash robot. So he's in the robot, so now they're cleaning up the bodies, and they're leaving, and Rob Schneider, oh, also I wanted to talk about the fucking double whammy. <laughs> so he has a gun Funny from bullets. that you, you tell it commands and it shoots different bullets, so one of them shoots two bullets and kills two targets, which is a good thing, but the command for it is double whammy. That doesn't seem appropriate for a government-issued firearm. Like, double whammy, like, it could have been, like, split bullet, dual shot, double <laughs> shot, it doesn't sound cool. It sounds like a prop for a bad sex. Double whammy sounds like something Joker uses on the Batman. But he yeah. was the law. He was the law. So he was the law. was the law. But I would I would rather be fear, and chaos, than the law. That's true. Armand Asante was fucking awesome in this movie. Anyway, so then Dread somehow psychically just knows the robot has Rob Schneider in it. So he's like, "Get out of the robot!" He threatens to shoot it. Rob Schneider's in there doing his best, like, voice, like, Doom, please move out of the way. And then, so finally, he fucking, he starts counting down. That was actually a good one. Yeah, it was, it was a good bit. It was a good voice, too, because it almost sounded like the robot at first. And then you realize, like, wait a minute. So the thing, the latch opens up. Rob Schneider's in there. He's covered in spaghetti. He was in 
a trash compactor, but I don't remember him having anything else on his butt spaghetti. You know, I, I couldn't quite figure out if that was supposed to be a trash compactor or like the actual a spaghetti food machine food cart. Yeah, Maybe. like you would go there for food. Maybe that would explain the spaghetti. Right, and I didn't really see any trash. I just saw yeah. spaghetti. It's just noodles and meatballs. Spaghetti man. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So, fucking. Wouldn't that be hot as hell though? I'm assuming so, but I, he, I'm pretty sure he used the sauce to like put a protective coat like pigs do with mud <laughs> to cool himself up. But all right, so Sylvester Stallone, after he gets Snyder out of the fucking food slash or trash compactor, he fucking reads him his rights and he sentences him to like five years in prison. And Rob Snyder's like, no, dude, yeah. I'm not with them. I was trying to get away from it. They were going to kill me. I'm hiding. And he's just like, nope, the law doesn't get shit wrong. Lock him up. And even his partner's like, maybe he was telling the truth. And he was like, doesn't matter. Yeah, so he's like, you know, he, he pulls him out of the cart and he says, you know, uh, hijacking, whatever the term is for tampering. Tampering with the cart is six year sentence, you know, book him, you know. And he's like, uh, Rob Schneider says, well, I was just trying to save my ass back there. Those guys were killing each other. And he's like, doesn't matter. You know, uh, you could have went out the window. He's like, 17 floors at suicides, yeah, like, but it's legal. He, yeah, he told him to jump <laughs> out of a 17 story window. Yeah, it's legal. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Fucking crazy. Anyways, um, also, there's one quote that I just, I want to say it early just in case I forget. It's one of my favorite quotes that Armand Asante tells somebody. He goes, What do you want to be in life? Then he kills that guy. But just, I don't know. I love that quote when he said it. It was good. Aliens? No, it ends. Yeah, aliens. The meaning of life? Yes, aliens. Prometheus. Exactly. Big giant guys that rip off android heads and beat you to death with them. I like that movie. I don't care what anybody says. It was terrible. It was not terrible. It just wasn't as good as the aliens movie. You just got to think of it. It's a precursor for Right. You shouldn't think of it as a movie. You should think of it as like cliff notes that go around the aliens. Like you don't read that Lord of the Rings book. What is it? The the one that explains everything. It's like a million pages. Yeah. You don't read the Sumerian, but you do use it to reference shit in the other books that you actually read, right? So you should look at Prometheus like it's that. You can read the Sumerian. Yeah, but it's not written. Fragmented stories. Right, and it's not written well. It's not, or it is written well. It's not written. It's not actually very written very well. It's not written like a story. It's written like an encyclopedia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so think of Prometheus as an encyclopedia. It's a double take read, basically. Yeah. So, um, he had no mercy for fucking Snyder. Yeah, see, I've got it written down here in my notes. It wouldn't be much of a movie, though. Say, okay, so Rico, the uh, a guy goes in to the reporter goes in to talk to Rico. Rico is in Magneto's cell from X Men. I don't know if you guys. Remember that cell mm-hmm. Magneto was in? It was floating in a room with like a... a it was glass or plastic or something. Right. Rico's was lasers, but it was still... It was Magneto's fucking cell. Like, I expected uh, 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 Mystique to come in here and fucking suck iron out of somebody's back or something. Anyway, anyway who so was a little uh, tiger from Kung Fu Panda? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it was a little more... It was a, it was a lot more grimy looking than... Uh, that's also a weird thing about this movie. Like, everything is supposed to be futuristic and everything looks like shit at the same time. Just because it's supposed to be this, you know, future, blah, blah, blah. Oh, also, Dystopian. So, also, we forgot the part where when Judge Dredd gets back, he kind of gets reprimanded for killing everyone and throwing Rob Snyder in prison for nothing. But the reprimand is that he has to go teach at the uh, academy. And he's like, what is it? Weapons? Firearms? 
Hand to hand combat. He's like ethics, and then you, he gives a kind of that wah, wah, look face, but it's not very different from his normal face. But you can you can kind of see Botox had right. taken over. You that, see his right. eyebrow twitch a little bit and his lip quivers. <laughs> so he goes to the school to teach ethics, and for some reason, the first thing is him firing a gun into a fucking mannequin, into a target. Like that's his ethics class. But anyway, so they show Rico in prison. And Rico's been visited by a reporter in Magneto's cell. The reporter goes in, and there's, like, turrets that will kill him if he tries to do anything. So the reporter gives him this box, and he uses the box and, like, Rubik's cubes it, and it turns into a fucking gun. He shoots the guy in the neck so he can't give the voice command. So when the guy tries to tell him, like, turrets shoot, it's like, voice unrecognized. So they murder that guy. Do not touch Rico, even though he's standing there with a gun in his hand. But it was probably, like, one of those uh, 3D printer ones. So, like, the scanner can't see it. And, and the crazy thing about that whole scene, Ceramic. it was the idiot guards outside the cell. Like, you hear gunfire, and you've got... Bazookas. A, a, an amazingly horrible criminal that you keep dinner and, like, a top security... He's bad enough to be a Magneto sale and doesn't even have superpowers. Why would you open the door? He cannot open it from the inside. The turrets will kill Just him. Just turn, turn the turrets on. Or two. Turn the turrets on manual. Yeah, no, they emergency override and open up the door. And so he kills them and gets out. Rico's hanging from the bottom of the catwalk, jumps up, kills them, leaves, hides in a body bag, which I thought was uh, a little strange. Aren't those airtight? Yeah. Yeah. Damn freaking hot. Yeah, so he hides in a body bag. You've been in a body bag already? Actually, yes. (laughs) (laughs) This fucking guy had a goth stage. I know, right? I have a close friend who is a mortician at a graveyard, and when you're drinking, you do a lot of funny shit. Well, that's... Yeah, I don't think there's anything funny about getting a coffee. Did you get in a cremation? Not drink? a coffee. Drinking Although, a for his 60th birthday, we had our beer. Wait, wait, guys. You can't talk at the same time. I don't think anyone heard anything either of you said. Because in my ear, it sounded like... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> wait. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. It answered the question about the coffee. No, I had not been in a coffee. However, my uh, I've been in a mortician coffee. buddy, when he was... Had his 60th birthday. He uh, we used a uh, coffin from his work as a beer cooler, so that was kind of odd. But that is creepy, cool. man. What are the rest of the monsters like? <laughs> <laughs> and how's the Adams? Yeah, yeah. How, how do you talk to hand? You just like do the thing. Do how do you talk to thing? <laughs> is Uncle Fester still doing the light bulb joint? <laughs> All right. So, so can you do that with LEDs or like multiple? Now? What? Because it was incandescent before. Mm-hmm. Now they're LEDs. So something that I noticed immediately was that uh, the locker room was co-ed. Why is every locker room in the future co-ed? Because they want it to be so unrealistic that people give you a pass. I'm saying, like, all jokes aside, like, in, in foreign countries, you see, like, co-ed bathrooms. But they're, like, stalled off. They're not They're not just wide open like that. Yeah. But even, even those co-ed bathrooms are, like, not as common as separate bathrooms. And like, I, like, just to be perfectly honest with you, where the fuck is my co-ed? Where the fuck is my co-ed showers at? I want Starship Troopers that shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, Where's my like Starship Troopers? Future. Okay, I want my freaking hoverboard, my flying car, and my co-ed back. Well, just wait till October, because that's when Marty <laughs> yeah. goes back. Yeah. But I will say this about the about the co-ed showers. Like, I don't give a shit how progressive and far becomes the people. There's always going to be that weirdo who has a fucking boner. <laughs> There's no fucking way. There's people who... Don't get a lot of contact from the other sex. Would not be able to contain themselves. Yes. Okay. Have you yeah. seen Battlestar Galactica, the series? 
because there were some the, the good one. The one. There were some hot chicks, seriously hot chicks. In the I don't care if I was like in the mood or not. You, you would get a heart out. And even if I wouldn't get like a full heart, I get some chubby. Seriously, this is weird. This is weird, but. I would have we to. Know. We know I would, your navy. You get it turned on by guys. I would have to only only cabin boys. I would have to focus in on something else. Like I'd have to think about arc. Yeah. And then I would not be able to wash my genitalia. <laughs> like <laughs> I would wash out. Hard on. It I would just be over dinosaurs. I would wash out squeaky clean. I'd walk out squeaky clean just with nasty ball sweats. Dude, if I was in the shower with like a bunch of girls, somebody's gonna get laid. Just saying. <laughs> which is exactly why we which is exactly Which is exactly why it's unrealistic. Which is exactly why Baji has to register. <laughs> <laughs> Only in Connecticut. Oh. Alright, so uh, uh, Arnold. Sylvester Stallone and uh, uh, Rico wear horrible, horrible blue contacts in this movie. Yes. Like, like they're not even ones. they're not even a reasonable the color clones. They're not even a reasonable color of blue. They're, they're like superhuman. They are like almost glowing blue, and they're terrible. And what's weird about it is, if you look Sylvester Stallone up and uh, Amon Asante up, their eyes are almost the exact same color brown. Just FYI for the creators of Dread when you decide <coughs> to remake this with the same actors. So, wasn't uh, Carl Urban's owner of his eyes? Were? I don't know. His Carl Urban? What are you talking about? He, he Dread 2012. Oh, oh, that's yeah, right. That piece of shit. We're not supposed to talk about that. <coughs> I don't think we're supposed to talk about that. Here's the deal. We'll, we, we can talk about the new one for a minute. This is what we're going to say about the new one. Or this is what I'm going to say about it. Uh, it was a very entertaining scene from Judge Dredd. It was a very entertaining, stretched out scene from Judge Dredd. So the part that we've talked about in the movie Judge Dredd so far is more of the story than the movie Dredd. The remake dread. It's more of the story. The whole part where he goes into that apartment building and cleans everybody. All I'm saying is, Urban, it took him an hour and 40 minutes to clean out that apartment building. Took Sylvester Stallone 10 fucking minutes. Not even 10, because five of that was just showing Rob Snyder's silly little backstory. I think they tried to make it more like a, a dread graphic novel movie. I think they tried to make it more like a Michael Bay film. I think they was like, we need explosions. And Transformers and, and talking robots. All right, so um, did we did we talk about the Allspark earlier today? Yeah, we did. Did we? Yeah, keep that shit away from your toaster <laughs> and your cell phone. All right, so uh, Rico then goes to a pawn shop and he goes, you know, first he knocks on the door and dude's like, "We're closed." And he's like, "You got a package for me?" And he just opens the door. This is a terribly dangerous place to live. In in a shitty future environment where it looks like shit and everybody is killing each other openly, I don't think a business owner would open the freaking door after they're closed. They don't do that now. It will be different. Exactly. <laughs> it will be different if Rico right. is like, I'm Rico, you have a package from so-and-so for me. But right. he was just like, you got a package for me? And he was like, well, come on in then. Yeah. Give up a code word, something. So he comes in, <laughs> the guy goes in the back to get it, Rico sees this giant rock'em sock'em robot. Uh, asked him a couple questions about that. Opens up the package. It's got a dread badge and a judge gun. And so when Rico picks it up, the dude's like, oh, watch out. Those guys, security devices. And he goes, guess I'm a judge. Kills the guy with the judge gun. Somehow reprograms the Rock'em Sock'em. Steals it. With, like, two touches. He basically looks at the wiring, 
presses something on its cranium and it, oh, it works. Yeah, so basically what happened was that thing was decommissioned and hadn't been working for like years. It was covered in dust, had a tarp on it. And all this time the problem was the starter wasn't plugged in. Yeah. Because Holly Dave was just like, boop, beep. And then the network wire jiggled loose, so yeah. we couldn't think anymore. That's what it was. It was oh in, my god! It was in the slot. It just wasn't connected. So here's the thing about that robot, though. Somebody it's must have kicked his network wire, so that giant war <laughs> robot doesn't work anymore. So here's the thing about that robot. It has whatever's wrong with R two D two in Star Wars is wrong with that robot. Like R two D two robots are supposed to get memory wipes. I mean, they don't get them. They start getting human emotions and they go insane, right? Just for some reason, R two D two hasn't become homicidal, but the other robots in the Star Wars universe, if they don't get memory wipes, they go insane because they have some type of AI chip that's limited. And as it learns, it gets more and more capable. And then they go insane because they're fucking robots. And that's what happens when robots get smart. They kill everyone. According to science fiction. According to science fiction, if we create anything that gets smarter than us, of course it would kill us. Why wouldn't it? Because that's what we do. That's that's just the, the, pious, nature, the pious nature of humans that we think... We're better than well, everything we else. eat it. We eat a robot? Well, if we could. <laughs> so, like, okay. we're not very human. Just think about it now. Anything we're smarter than, we pretty much eat, except for Bites a Billy Goat hybrid. Yeah, I was just thinking Billy Goat. me of an army saying, uh, for like what we talk about, like infantry or we talk about Marines, whatever. We say, if they can't fuck it or eat it, they'll break it or steal it. Right. Which is yeah, that, there, there's a bunch of different ones like that. Yeah, I right. think, but I think that technically, technically, I agree with that. But also, I think we just had to have had to just put and break it after everything. Yes, and break it when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty amazing how things can get broken. Yes, things that are impossible to break are broken. Yep. Yeah. So um, monkeys. So okay. So Rico was locked up because he like murdered a bunch of people. Right? The same way Sylvester Stallone does, only like, he didn't say, I'm the law first, I guess. So that, I think the difference was, is that they keep pointing out that Rico killed women and children. They were, yeah, women and children who were unarmed. Where, yeah, Stallone comes in and in the first five minutes that he's there, he kills like 20 he, people. He but whacks, everyone he whacks the local armed. militia and then executes. Yeah. No, 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 yes, I, just, I, I, I say that in jest. Everyone who, who Sylvester Stallone shoots has a firearm and has intent to injure him or someone else. With that being said, he murders everyone he comes in contact with. <laughs> except, for, except for Hershey and fucking Snyder and uh, Judge Fargo, who he inadvertently gets killed anyway. But anyway, so, uh, fucking, my thing is, how does no one know who the fuck Rico is? He was, he was like the second most decorated judge. Goes on a massacre rampage. And when he gets out of prison, he's just walking around like doo, 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 doo. no one notices that he has weird ass eyes that no one else on earth has except for Judge Dredd. Oh, they wear visors though when they're in the judge. Office. Yeah. Anyway, so you know, you never get to see the private side. Of the judge. <laughs> yeah. So um, he, he doesn't make calendars. Uh, first thing Rico does is goes and kill a bunch of people wearing a Judge Dredd outfit. And uh, so the first thing they do is come arrest Sylvester Stallone. And they, when they they, they bring him in and they like they they break his uniform off of him. Wait, wait! Before you go on to how they like disbar him, I think what happens right before he gets arrested is hilarious. What's that? He he, your what's her name? Hershey had pulled over 
or had, was sighting a guy in a Lamborghini, a futuristic oh, Lamborghini. Yes. You know, and it was like the guy fifth stop, fifth citation for whatever it was. That wait, he a minute, was wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. She stops this guy because he is in his Lamborghini, just like it looks like he's kind of parallel parking, but he's just crashing into the car yeah, in front of him behind him. They him. show him inside the cab. Him and the chickies with are giggling gleefully as he crashes his Lamborghini into like two moving trucks. Sounds like yeah. fever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Minus she's talking word. to him and she's telling him, you know, she doesn't care who he is because he says, you know who I am, blah blah blah. You know who I know. Shit. Right. And uh, he doesn't realize that. Well, it doesn't really show you that it's red right off or red right off. It just shows you that there's a shadow hanging over, which is impossible because he's obviously taller than Stallone in real life. But anyway, uh, so he turns around. Yes, <laughs> he turns around and you see that it's it's red. And the guy, the, okay, everyone in this movie knows fucking Dredd. Yes. And when he sees Dredd, he's not like, oh shit, just Dredd. He's like, oh, Dredd, how much is it going to cost? Bitch, you can't bribe just Dredd. I'm surprised <laughs> they didn't shoot him right then and there. So Wouldn't he, that be a, like a shooting? If, maybe so that's he, a, he's not against the law. <laughs> Bribing an officer, punishment, death, double whammy. <laughs> he's the Twice. one guy in the entire film who, who knows who Judge Dredd is. But doesn't no really fear. know who Has Judge no fear. Dredd is. So Judge Dredd blows his Lamborghini up. Yep. That grenade. was the response. <laughs> he blows his fucking appropriately named grenade bullet. He blows his fucking Lamborghini up. Right. I thought that was a little overkill. I mean, Why? The guy didn't care about it anyway. That's obviously true. He's crashing into fucking moving trucks. Money was no object. Right. So they come to arrest Dredd now. And they literally break his uniform off of him. They're like Dredd, you're under arrest, and they don't like they don't like rip it off. They break it off, like they're breaking shit. Shit, like they can't they can't give so that like uniform to like the team. next officer who's the yeah. same size. Like his armored pauldrons and his badge and belt, and whatnot. They rip each section off, to make it very. Dramatic. So here's what bothers me: he's the most decorated and respected officer on the force. They could have just been like, take off that Judge Dredd uniform, and he probably would have done it because he wasn't like fighting back. He wasn't saying no. He was just going through with it because he knew he was innocent. So he was just like, all right, whatever happened, happened. And so, I'm in the streets of Philly. So he's just like, whatever. And then what I noticed most, though, that bothered me was that after they broke it off, I noticed they handcuffed him after they were done breaking it off. So if they had handcuffed him, then broke it off, I could have understood it a little bit. But why are you ripping his uniform off? You haven't even handcuffed him yet. Just ask him to take the fucking jacket off. I don't know. It bothered me. Me. So he goes to he goes to court. He chooses Hershey as his uh, lawyer, which all judges are lawyers too. So he chooses Hershey as his lawyer, and Hershey is fucking sea lawyers, <laughs> Barrett's lawyers. Barrett's so lawyers. Hershey is a fucking amazing lawyer. Gets like she gets okay. There's a video of Sylvester Stallone walking into a building and murdering people. She gets that shit thrown out of the case. Like that is inadmissible. Like how how can that be in it? If there was a video of OJ stabbing Nicole Brown. Johnny Cochran couldn't have got that thrown out. See, uh, under that context, it would have been because OJ was black and couldn't see his features. Because that's basically what they said. He's wearing a helmet. Or no, they said the, the video feed is so bad you can't can't tell for sure who he is. Like, that's Judge Reagan's uniform. Yeah, but so but we did but uh, we as the audience know Rico right. has a dread right. badge and we also know another secret. Rico and Dredd have the same DNA. It's like Greg Oden and LeBron James. <laughs> they are. Just Greg Oden's DNA is like deteriorating from the advanced aging that they gave him to try to get him into the NBA as fast as LeBron. But, you know, 
there's always mistakes with cloning. Third generation clones are strong. I mean, they got pretty lucky just making LeBron. I mean, it's hard to clone Jim Brown. They've been trying to do it since the 60s. They finally did it with LeBron. Okay, so I got a question about cloning. If they if they advance more punk cloning, do you think that the Navy vessels will become overwhelmed with sheep and they would no longer need Marines? <laughs> that wasn't even funny. You don't get it. Why do they have Marines on Navy vessels? Because sheep would be too obvious. Uh, did you have sex? Did you have sex with any Marines when you're in the Navy on the ship? <laughs> That's his opinion. <laughs> oh, no. Not they weren't male at the moment. <laughs> yeah. If they tuck it, man, man. I mean, they could have changed their name to Bruce by now, but back then they were female. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's okay to come out now, right? Have you guys, wait, have you guys seen D.L. Hughley talking about Bruce Jenner? No, no. That dude has no fucking Paul's button. He is just like, yeah, man, she is fucking ugly. He said she looked like Mrs. Doubtfire. And then they had him on the view, right? They had him on the view, and they were like, you know, you said those things, and, you know, you were joking. You know, do you really feel that way? And he was like, yeah, he looked like Mrs. <laughs> and then, like, they were like, they were like, you know, but do you regret saying that? No, you're you feel just about it? two people. Right. And the, the dead Robin Williams. Well, he wasn't dissing Robin Williams. Robin no, Williams I know, but you are dissing Robin no, Williams. No, Robin Williams was doing it to be funny. But call it no, 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 Jenner. No, no, no. no. That yeah. would be like comparing somebody to Martin Lawrence as Big Mama and being like, that's dissing yeah. Martin Lawrence. No, no, no. Martin, Martin Lawrence is doing that on purpose. And Robin Williams. He's the one himself. that went right. home with the boob suit. And Robin Williams did that on purpose. He didn't go get surgery. Right, right. So, uh, for, first and foremost, I do want to put this disclaimer. I don't give a shit what you want to do with your life. Live your life. Be fucking happy. If Bruce Jenner's or if Caitlyn Jenner is happy, good, Probably good, good for her. Good, really. good for her. Just don't make right? a big deal out of it. Be a media whore. But I will be funny about it if I can. So deal, but deal. I, I do think it's amazing and just ludicrous that Bruce Jenner, the guy that I had on my weekend box, is now whatever a bunch of boobs of a dick, basically. Because you know, yeah. Well, so so deal, Hughley. I don't think he's clipped. No, 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 not yet. So that'll be when but they listen, listen, this, this, but listen, this, this is what D.L. Hughley brought up. D.L. Hughley goes, D.L. Hughley goes, is he a hero? D.L. Hughley goes, you know, is he? Is it brave? Yes, it's brave. But is he a hero? Is she a hero? No, not a hero. He was like, the average male in America lives 72 years. He's 64 years old. Now they got seven years left. He's like, he's like, that shit right there is not a life decision. That's a bucket list. Check off. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be able to play with my own boobs at night. That is his bucket list. I want to be able to. I don't. I don't think that's. I'm pretty sure Bruce Jenner. Bruce Jenner has had as many boobs to play with as he wanted to throughout his life. Dude's a national hero. I don't think that's why he got the boobs. I think this is who he truly feels he is, and that's fine. All right, let's get off that topic before we get in trouble. I bet you before we're dead, Bruce Jenner goes back to Bruce Jenner. (laughs) (laughs) This guy, the first guy to get fired from a non-paying job. <laughs> All right, so so Judge Griffin in this movie, before his untimely death at Darth Vader's hands, he is literally the emperor from Star Wars. He's operating in the background. He's orchestra. He orchestrates in Judge Dredd. Dark room. Right. He's in dark rooms and shadows and shit. He's got this apprentice who's a little insane and really, really strong. Vader, Rico. Mm-hmm. 
But like, so he's in the back room operating. He's the one who orchestrates getting Judge Dredd caught. Then he, anyway, so the court case is going. They throw out the, the fucking video, and then they're like, okay, well, that's cool. Here's the next bit of evidence. Every single bullet fired from every gun of a judge is marked with their DNA. And this DNA is 100% Judge Dredd's DNA. And then <laughs> Sylvester Stallone response is, it's a lie. I am the law. <laughs> you got to believe me, Hershey. <laughs> he goes crazy. He goes insane. But like, and how is this not known that Rico is his brother? I'm saying. Well, no, no, no. No one knows that Rico's his brother. That That is a secret. But, but, how? But if they have different faces, their DNA would be different. Mm, well, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yes, Paternal and, uh. But my question about that is, so, okay, not everybody knows. They should have just done two slots. But they were both judges. Every judge's weapon is, as I just stated, is encoded with the judge's DNA. I would think someone. Even the AI computer would figure out, hey, these two judges have the same DNA. We should maybe change one of them. Right. Or hey, your or social security numbers are the same. Or put an extra marker. Yeah. Or put an extra uh, marker right. that just shows that this DNA is marked. Because they can do that. They can add shit to your DNA. Right. And so, like, like, they do that shit with plants all the time. Like, they add mm-hmm. some so type see of... where the string right. Right. They, not, they yeah. get, like, a plant that grow like, uh, I think apple trees are, like, the super hardy. Which, what... what what, there's some tree that has fruit that that tree is super hardy and its fruit can grow like all the time. So what they do is they took like these plums because I see fucking plums everywhere. <laughs> this guy, this guy's getting attacked by plums. <laughs> they they take like a bit of like the plum tree DNA and they splice it with like other weak fruits DNA, mm-hmm. and then those other fruits can like survive into the colder months longer. Anyway, so and then they put like spider DNA in there, and I'm sure they're doing that with people and shit too. They just, you know, it's they're not allowed to talk about it on the news. We we because we, the UN will come really get All they're doing is fucking up Darwin. No, nah, they just throw. I it think out there. this is. I think Darwin would like cloning. I think Darwin would be like, that makes sense. That we are the top of the evolutionary chain, and we make better people out of us. Oh, okay, yes. right. No, Darwin, Darwin would be all Darwin about the like a uh, philosopher and theorist. Yes, that would make sense. However. As a uh, excuse for for people dying, uh, that sort of like the the Darwin Awards, they kind of suffer because unfortunately people have gotten smarter. Even the dumb people who should be cut off from the food chain and and are a million times smarter than three hundred years ago. Yes, they're smart enough, like they just smart enough not to get themselves castrated or killed. Guess what, guys? If you could read at a fifth grade level, you are smarter than everyone on the planet, like <laughs> five hundred years ago. Yeah. Like no, they were, they were like, they were like a couple five hundred years ago. I uh, think, okay, uh, there were a few. There were a few. But yeah, that were was, blue, no, no, no. That's what I was going to say. That was going to say. There's a, there, there were a few like very smart people, scholars, and then there were a few nobles. But other than that, come on, man, nobody can read. There weren't even books. They were barely printing books. No, that's incorrect. No, that is incorrect. Well, they weren't printing them five hundred years ago. No, they yes, were, they yeah, were. Yeah. yes, they were. Yes, they were. All right, so let's move on with the movie. The Gutenberg Press. Yeah. Well, I read this book called Libromancers. It's like a... I don't know how many parts is it. Well, I mean, actually the Chinese first, but the Gutenbergs. Right. Well, the Chinese did everything first. They just... They're not getting credit for shit. (laughs) The Chinese were doing shit thousands of years before everybody else, and other people went over there and was like, take some notes on this shit. Right, right. We just discovered fireworks. (laughs) (laughs) Or we're like, the square thing is so interesting. You have to take some notes on this square Chinese are amazing, actually. So I read this book. Um, it was 
called like Lego Mancers or something, and it talks about like I don't know, it's like a kind of a science fiction slash fantasy book. Where there's people who can use magic, but they're not innate magic users. They can't like make flames come out their hand. But what they can do is if they have a book, they can pull the magic out of the book and use it. So like if they're reading a Fallout book, they can pull out a laser gun. You get what I'm saying? Or yeah. like if they're if they're reading a Lord of the Rings book, they can pull out like Sounds the so ring. Impossible. I can't even tell. So it, it's fucking the the books are actually really good. It's written by this dude named Jim C. Hines, one of my favorite authors. Goblin Quest, read it, mm-hmm. read it. Anyway, so in the Libromancer books, the leader of all the Libromancers is fucking Gutenberg. Like he's used the magic from the books to stay alive. He's like six hundred, seven hundred, eight hundred years old, and he's the leader of the Libromancers. He's the most powerful Libromancer. Like he makes spells that lock books so that other people can't take magic out of them because it's too scary for everybody else, but he gets it and uses it, but he won't let anybody else use it. He also took all his competitors and trapped them into golems and made them his slaves. Gutenberg was not a good guy in those books. Anyway, so... He wasn't a good guy. No, he was very successful, so I was assuming He was probably very, very highly driven. Very rich, very successful, very driven people tend to be... I don't want to say bad people, but they tend to be... Dickish, to say the least. Right. The kind of people that don't read human emotion. Right. Like if, you, like, if you have soft skin, stay away from very successful driven people because they will hurt your feelings. If you got tough skin, you'll be fine. But if you're if you're one of those sensitive, somebody says something, I hurt my feelings, people, you need to stay away from those people because they will hurt your feelings. I'm saying, like, I'm already kind of like that. I'm not even successful yet. Anyway, so... Uh, Shit, I don't even know where we're at in the movie. I lost my place in my notes. Didn't we already do this, though? Fuck it, we're going to wing it. All right, so Judge Dredd gets sentenced to death. And so uh, Judge Griffin now, playing the emperor again, goes in the back and he's like, Judge Fargo, (laughs) if you were to retire, they would have to honor your last wish, as is our custom. So Fargo quits, and Dredd gets life instead of death. Life in prison. Yeah, life in prison. That uh, he put everyone there in prison, so everyone there is going to try to kill him. (laughs) And then, so what they do with the old judges when you're like an old, old judge, and you quit or you retire, then they give you a gun and like a sleeve of water and just send you into the fucking wasteland. And they're like, "You provide justice in the wasteland until you die." This guy is like a good sixty-eight. But but then in his defense, he did last very long and actually saved Judge Dredd's life more than once. But uh, he lasted about two days. Yeah. I guess that would be. And he got favorite. pretty far because Dredd and fucking Schneider were on a ship. Yeah. So yeah. anyways, uh, Rico uh, goes insane more than he's already insane. And he goes zero to 100 real fucking quick. There's a part where uh, Judge Judge uh, Griffin tells him, like, you know, I want, I want fear and chaos. And then he goes, you want fear? I'm fear. You want chaos? I'm chaos. You want a new beginning? I'm the new beginning! Also, he is he is doing a Sylvester Stallone impersonation that as the movie progresses, becomes more and more Stallone-ish. In the beginning, he's not very Stallone-ish. He's kind of calm and reserved. And as the movie goes on, he's like so Sylvester Stallone that it's just silly. But he's better than Sylvester Stallone doing a Sylvester Stallone impersonation. Like That's what's so fucking weird about it. Watching someone else basically act like another guy, and the other guy's there, and he's not good at being himself. <laughs> the other guy is <laughs> pretending to be him. But yeah, so 
fucking uh, Snyder and Stallone just happened to be sitting on the exact same ship next to each other. Next to each other on the plane. Snyder, of course, looks right at him and just yells Judge Dredd. He does kind of a double take. He's looking at his chin. He, yeah. He holds up a hand. He so co- covers the, the he top holds of his hand face to, to mimic the, 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 the judge visor. Yeah. And yeah. then he goes, Dredd? So everybody on the fucking ship all of a sudden is like, is that Judge Dredd? So, of course, someone behind him pulls out a knife out of nowhere, uses it to pick the locks of his restraints, and then tries to murder Judge Dredd. The Angel family shows up. They're a bunch of inbred slash cyborg slash android hillbillies and Herschel from The Walking Dead. And they shoot the ship out of the air because they're cannibals and they want to eat them. So the best way to eat people is to disintegrate them in a fiery explosion. Oh, and you got to cook your meat. Come toasty. The way that motherfucker went down, they yeah, said, what, JT8, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. You know what? Is that? It tastes like chicken. You know, <laughs> this would be okay, but it kind of tastes like M4s. I wonder if it has sriracha there. <laughs> I, d- I, I honestly do not think they had sriracha. I doubt they have sriracha in the future. Just Tabasco. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the third world... That would be a fucking horrible... I'm pretty sure the third world countries future. are the first ones to go. No Thailand, no sriracha. I don't know. Thailand becomes new... new what is it? Yeah, new Arizona and, and uh, Snake Plissken's movies. Is Thailand new Arizona? I'm pretty sure something like that. That's pretty cool. How the fuck is Thailand still fucking even not underwater if California is a fucking island? Yeah, right? What do you mean? Like, in those movies, California is an island because the sea level has risen so high. So no, Thailand would just be... Thailand would just be under fucking water. So Thailand's got mountains. Yeah, those peaks would be sticking out as tiny little dots in the ocean. Anyway, so... Talk about the worst movie ever. How about... What was that one with... Uh, the worst the climate ever? change movie with uh, like the day after tomorrow. That was entertaining. It was all right. It wasn't a good. With the the super. There was very little story to it. But it was entertaining. Yeah. It was, it was entertaining to watch. It was very bad. It was ridiculous if you look at it with a realistic microscope. But just from an entertainment standpoint, it was interesting as fuck. I enjoyed it. I don't remember any of the actors in the movie, but I enjoyed it. Who was in that movie? Jim Hall. Was Jake Hall in it? Yeah. Um, Who was he? It was the son, huh? He, yeah, he was the son. The son that survived and yeah. came the hero. Who was the dude, dude though? Kurt uh, Noe. Uh, he's the, gift, the main actor. Yeah. He's he popular. I'm horrible with actors' names. Though. Was it Leonidas? No, it was not. He would have been good. Gerald Butler. Gerald Butler, the man, the myth, the legend. Leonidas shaves his beard, cannot recognize him. He looks like a puss. <laughs> I saw that dude without his beard, man. I was just like, that. like he was doing some romantic comedy after it, and then he didn't have his beard. I did not even realize that was him. And then I seen like an IMDb page, and it had those two movies on it, and I was like, what the fuck? That beard made him look like a man. <laughs> like a motherfucking man. Like he looked like a beast in that movie. And he's still like in great shape and buff and shit. He just has no chin now. No chin. Not a slight chin. No chin. He has upper teeth that just connect to his neck. <laughs> like a zombie in the walking dead. His tongue is just dangling out of the bo- just dangling out of the bottom of his skull. Alright, so <laughs> guy ki- tries to kill Dredd. Uh, Dredd fights him out, spaceship crashes. Uh, the Angel family drags him away, ties Dredd and Snyder only up 
and everyone else dies except for one fucking pilot. Bunch of judges show up and they're like scouting and they're like, and the guy goes, "No one survived the crash." Judge Griffin, uh, Darth Sidious, and uh, <laughs> he goes, uh, "Sir, the pilot's awake." And he goes, "Are the pilots alive?" And he goes, "No one survived the crash." And then they just murder the other judge. So you're right, they were corrupt. Corrupt. They were corrupt because they murdered that other judge. Judge in cold blood. He was injured. He needed help. All right. So he wasn't um, dead yet. Right. The dude woke he's up and was like, not dead yet. <laughs> he's dead now. Just a flesh wound. So uh, Schneider and Judge Dredd wake up hanging from fucking hooks, about to be eaten by the Angel family. Schneider immediately decides he's on the fucking cannibal side. I'm like, I'm not with this guy. I don't know him. And then also for the second time in the movie, immediately just goes, this is Judge Dredd. And they're like, Judge Dredd? Oh, shit, yeah. How did the dude in the Lamborghini not know that was Judge Dredd? If the people who are inbred mountain people in the wasteland <laughs> knew who Judge Dredd was. Exactly, my point <laughs> earlier. Right. Everybody seems to know who he is, but that guy. So, yeah. Even the criminals in the thing, they knew it. They're, oh, shit, it's Judge Dredd. Anyway, so... Then, uh, that doesn't work for Snyder. So then Snyder, they're, they're saying like Bible stuff. bible e stuff. So then Snyder decides, well, whoa, I've seen the light. Oh, help me. He, he turns into a, a Baptist Christian preacher for a minute. And he's like, oh, I've seen the light. So they pull him down. And then he, he turns and starts talking shit to Judge Dredd. Like, <laughs> yeah, bitch, look at you now. You're fucking toast. And Stallone just goes, no, you're toast. And he goes, what do you mean? They're cannibals. He's <laughs> like, but like joke of the day, right? Yep. But like so, joke of the day. So Herschel says, you know, take our, our sacrifice to... Uh, you have the room to be prepared or whatever, some shit like that. Yummy. They're going to brine them. Yeah. Yeah. Put, Put some rosemary in there. Yeah. Put some rosemary, a little garlic, just soak them overnight. Yeah. All right, so, uh, what happened next? I forgot. And I lost, escape. My, I lost my notes. I lost escape my place to get back to the city. No, but how, something happens that helps them escape. They don't just escape. Uh, the, the corrupt judges show up and they start shooting people. Uh, and oh, and then Judge Dredd just gets loose, right? Yeah, he gets loose. Uh, and it, there's like a there's like an android, one of the Angel family sons, and right. Judge Dredd it's literally like, turns him off mm-hmm. over and over again. <laughs> he turns him off, and the dude's like, Bleh. and then he's fighting the other guys, and then the guy would get up like, you bitch, you turn. Yeah. It happens like three times, right? Then yeah, and then the last time he turns him off long enough that Stallone is able to kill everybody else there. Including the other judges. Including the other judges. Everyone but Rob Schneider. Yeah. And then <laughs> wait, wait. Rob Schneider's ducking. Like, just ah, ah, and his bullets flying. And then after everyone's dead, he walks up to Judge Dredd and he's like, we did it. <laughs> we got him. <laughs> nice job. You're all a bunch of pussies. <laughs> yeah, starts talking <laughs> shit. Alright, so at the last minute, somebody gets ready to shoot Judge Dredd and I, I, to be honest, I thought he was baiting him like he did the gangster in the beginning, but I think this time he actually was just gonna die. Guess who shows up? Judge Fargo, the father figure, the banished chief judge. So he comes in, shoots that guy in the back. So they're all together now. Mm-hmm. Guess whose power switch got flipped back on? Yep. Just long enough. Judge Fargo stabs in. or gets stabbed in the back by the cyborg dude, dies. Uh, how did they kill that guy? Turn him all the way up? No, uh, that was actually kind of neat. Um, so after he kills Judge, or he didn't kill him, kill him. He stabs him. He still has some life left in him afterwards. But anyway, so 
uh, Dredd starts fighting him, and at one point he baits him up next to the wall, so that he goes to strike Dredd, and Dredd's, uh, or not Dredd, but uh, the android guy's bladed arm uh, gets stuck in the wall. So he like punches Dredd, misses Dredd, hits the wall. So he's stuck in the wall. Dredd grabs one of the power cables out of it, like yanks it out and says, uh, starts listing citation, you know, tampering with, with city power, you know, six years in prison, something like that, you know. How do you plead? And, and the guy grunts. He's I knew you'd say that and electrocutes him. Right. So, okay, <laughs> I found my place in my notes, so I should be a little bit more, of course. Yeah. So the moment, okay, first of all, once all those guys come in, the first judge that comes in, Dredd shoots him at least 47 times. At least. Then Judge Dredd kills seven more judges. Using an equal amount of rounds for each one. Literally kills seven. I counted them. He kills seven more judges. Then Rob Schneider comes out and he goes, well, we did it. We got them all. Pussies. Mm-hmm. And then Judge Dredd goes, are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't crying. I, I got allergies or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, what's McCauley comes in. Uh, Judge Dredd kills a cyborg while quoting fucking regulations. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just kind of catching my place on my nose. Just, what's that? Go for it. Okay. No, this is going on. Yeah, we'll be all right. We're almost done. So Judge Dredd goes back when they get to the wall. It's Judge Dredd and Snyder, and then the way they're going to get out is through these exhaust pipes. And Snyder does not want to fucking go in there, right? Well, let's be specific. These weren't just exhaust pipes. These were the incinerator. Exhaust pipes. So there's just flames coming out of the bitches. Yeah. Also, I did want to mention that when uh, Rico first meets the Asian scientist named Dr. Hayden, so, like, they don't like each other because she testified against him in his case. But, like, there was this weird sexual energy between them like she is they are so close to each other and they always look like they're about to kiss yeah like you think at some point Rico's gonna you know well I've been in prison for you know 20 years whatever I'm gonna bend this chick over I think he does though because at some point at least not on screen when he turns on Judge Griffin she's with him like man we're 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 cloning a bunch of Rico's Mm -hmm. I think Rico did bend her over. They just didn't show it because they marketed this to children yeah they didn't have (laughs) extra outtakes uh yeah. So extra DVD Rico Rico does go crazy and lets his robot kill uh, Judge Griffin. So now Rico's the emperor. He got the juice. <laughs> and uh, Stallone gets back. The first place they go is, of course, to the police uh, uh, precinct. They sneak in and uh, steal a judge's costume. I'm sorry, uniform. Yeah. And uh, they go into the room. Uh, before he kills Griffin, he actually murders all the other chief judges so that Rico and Griffin could create their own world and their own image. Then Rico kills Judge Griffin. Stallone comes in uh, at the last minute. And him and Rico don't kill each other. They see each other and they just go, ooh. And then Rico, and then Rico like, fires near him and runs away. And then Stallone just runs after him. But they don't. Why didn't they just shoot? Why didn't either friends. one of them shoot? No, because they're fucking. Ain't the Wild West. They're brothers. It is the Wild <laughs> Wild, Wild West. All right, so. Uh, <laughs> So fucking um, I don't know. Then uh, oh, so they're they're when Rico and Griffin are murdering the judges, they are just murdering judges. Like you just see judges dying yeah. in so, so many different scenarios. So so basically, they're blowing up he shit. The other the council, he needed the rest of the council to unlock the research notes from to continue the cloning. The pro- yeah, the cloning Lazarus, project. Lazarus, Janus. 
Janus. Janus. So once he got that, he was like, fuck, I'm the Emperor. I don't need the rest of you. So he kills them all. Right. And then, of course, Rico. And then uh, Hershey is the only judge you see that is targeted to be killed who survives. Every other one that's targeted dies except for Hershey. Then, then you get like the news reports, like 90 judges died today, and blah, blah, blah. And so Stallone and, and uh, Rico have their final showdown in the cloning chamber. And, of course, Rock'em Sock'em Robot is out there with Hershey and Rob Snyder. Oh, Rob Snyder, did he get shot or stabbed? He... I said he got shot. Well, he either gets shot or stabbed, and uh, he goes down. Hershey, yeah, he gets shot by the Asian chick. Right, and Hershey's in a freaking chokehold by the robot, so Stallone goes in there with him. Rico is like, join me. And Stallone's like, I am the law. And Rico's like, I am the law. I am the law. I am the law. I am the law. I am the not law. <laughs> that, that didn't actually happen, but like, if you listen to the dialogue, if you were to just mute it, and just in your mind, just imagine that they're both yelling, I am the law at each other, it works. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so then they have a fight, and then somehow uh, Snyder gets up from his bullet wound in the stomach, like a very painful, slow death. Somehow hardwires the Rock'em Sock'em like he did the fucking trash compactor. And they break into the room, then Hershey and the Asian chick have a hot chick fight. Mm-hmm. And then Dredd and Rico have their fight, which was weird because even though Sylvester Stone is a very small man, Armand Assange, that he's not a big man either. So when they have their fight, it's a really buff little dude versus a not buff little dude. Futuristic midget fights. Pay per view. Pay per Running right? Man Part Two. <laughs> yeah. So uh, fucking, fucking, they have their battle. In the end, they end up. They're in the Statue of Liberty. Also, they're in yeah. the Statue of Liberty. So at the end, fucking uh, Rico ends up falling off the Statue of Liberty. Happy ending. Somehow when they come outside, though, there's like hundreds of, dr- of judges out there waiting for them. Where the fuck were those judges when all that other shit was happening? Well, like, where the, were the they? The funny part is that the last thing that they were told was when the council was killed and Griffin said that it was, it was Dredd. Dredd killed the council. And then you the know, next and time the they see Dredd, like they do a slow clap form. Yeah. It was the end of Star Wars, remember? Right? So the, yeah. You guys are supposed to join me. Thanks for shooting me. I don't know how to clap. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. All you have to do is put your lips together and blow. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you get it, not how you do it. Oh, that's how you get the, that's how you get the slow clap? Yeah, so... <laughs> So, and then uh, Judge Dredd immediately after this whole ordeal, like, puts on a Judge Dredd, uh, puts on a Judge uniform, and is like, I got patrols. <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're like, uh, Hershey says, you know, so uh, the council's been, you know, wiped out. There, there are no council members left. We need to rebuild the council, and everybody's elected that you need to be the first high council member, whatever. They want Dredd to be in charge. Which is cool, said Dredd's like. I, I'm I'm a what do you say? I'm a street judge. I'm a street yeah. judge. Yeah, he rides yeah. off into the sunset on the steel horse. Wait, when did when did when was Rocky Five made? Oh, who knows? Tommy Morrison was the champ at the time. So I was probably around this time. Street, street. I'm a street judge. I don't box in the ring. I'm box, box in the alley with <laughs> trash cans. <laughs> Yeah, so, so I would be remiss if I didn't bring up the terrible CGI in that, in that bike chase that bike scene. race, yes. And also, Rob Snyder at some point, while riding, bitch, on Stallone's bike, either shits or pisses himself. 
he pissed himself. He, he says, uh, uh, Dread, you're going to have to clean this seat when you're, when you're done. Like, they're going to keep the bite. And he's like, you did it. And he's just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah I did. I can do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that part was... Uh, Rob Schneider, I don't know, man. I, I honestly feel like... So we went way off the rails with this one. We really did not follow the movie very well. But this is a very common movie. If you haven't seen it, something's wrong with you. Or you're 12. Or you're too young. Yes. And you need to go watch this movie. But uh, we went off the rails a bit. But I, I, I think it was all right. I think we, we gave you the gist of the story. Yeah. The gist of it. I think... Th I honestly feel like this is the best I've ever seen Rob Schneider. I thought Rob Schneider was really fucking good in this movie. I thought he was good, like not just he was funny. Like, yeah, Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo, was his best nah. acting. Yeah. No, and that was that was probably the funniest thing he's done. But it was right. terrible acting on purpose. The, the Deuce Bigelow shows were good; they actually made some sense. But this was the first like about, role that he had that actually sense. made sense. I don't know about sense. Made a lot of sense. I don't know about sense. Of my life after that guy. <laughs> All right, so listen, th this is what I mean, though. I, I don't mean that this is the funniest role he's ever been in. I just mean that. As an actor, I do, I've never seen Rob Schneider this good before or after. Like, he was good. He was enjoyable. He, like, gave 100%. He wasn't trying to be cheesy. He delivered his lines with fucking, you know, like, with presence yeah. and with some, some sincerity. The, the next thing you see him in is the animal. <sighs> right, right. So the point is, I thought Rob Schneider... Oh, my God, the animal. I thought Rob Schneider, right. Rob Schneider and Diane Lane were both really good in this movie. They yeah. acted very well. Okay. I mean, of course, Judge Griffin, Judge Fargo, Amon uh, uh, Asante did, but he was second build, so that's why I'm not really bringing him up, because he was fucking amazing. But, he was second build. Like, Rob Schneider is like the gag guy. He, they brought him, he's Jar Jar Binks of Judge Dredd. Yeah. Only good. <laughs> and less people hate him. Well, good. Actually, Rob Schneider's been in a lot of movies. I thought you were going to yeah, say, yeah. I thought you were going to say, actually, Rob Snyder with Jar Jar Binks. Did yeah. you guys know that Michael Jackson was trying to play Jar Jar Binks? He would have been such a better Jar like Jar Binks. Like, he wanted to be in the costume and voicing Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, he would have been amazing. kids in the film. Just right, think so of it, we'd have to hear his, they have to change his pedophile voice. Did you guys hear? <laughs> we need to start, uh, everybody listening, we're going to ask you to send in five cents for all the jokes tonight that didn't go over and are now dead. We need money for the memorial of the jokes. I think we've all made at least one or two. Please send me money. It's TYO. No. So, I did want to talk about a few a few little quotes that I really enjoyed. Or actually, not a quote. The, the conversation between Rico wow, and Judge Dredd. Wow, this is like a long one today. We're not going to do a conversation. So, mm -hmm. basically, Rico shows Dredd the clones. And the first thing Judge Dredd, he just calls them things. These things... Rico and Judge Dredd are both clones. Yeah. Why is he calling the clones things? Because they're soulless. Because at that point he knows that he's a clone. So why is he? So is he? Is he calling himself a thing? Maybe that's why he doesn't want to be in charge. He just Maybe wants to be a big cop. Because they grown clones. Because Rico <laughs> is like these ain't even ripe. Yeah. <laughs> Rico got scared and so he hatched all the clones early. Yeah. All right. So Rico and Judge Dredd have this zero to one hundred tangent minute. Or tandem minute. So Rico and, and, and Stallone, they go zero to 100 so many times in this movie. Like, there's so many scenes that are just nice and quiet and they're having a conversation, and then just out of nowhere, Stallone is screaming at the top of his lungs. And Rico does the exact same shit because he's kind of doing a Stallone impersonation. And so, like, this, this dialogue between them is just the best. Rico goes, Why did you judge me? And Stallone goes, You killed innocent people. 
And he goes, a means to an end, a massacre, a revolution. You betrayed the law. <laughs> I am no law. <laughs> Sorry. It's just the fucking, he goes, he goes, the best thing you can, and then Rico, or, uh, or he goes, law? That's what Rico's response is, law? And he asks him to judge him, and he goes, the best thing you can do is just kill me. So, and he goes, why? Because it's your only chance. And then, of course, Rob Snyder bursts in with the rock and sock on, and he's somehow Rob Snyder still looks silly, even controlling that giant and fucking robot. And shot in the stomach. Like he's dying of a gunshot wound to the belly, controlling a giant monstrous robot, and he still was like, <laughs> he still looked just silly. He just looked silly. All right, so yeah, that's about it for Judge Dredd. Um, sorry it took so long to get out here, guys. Um, we're not really going to do a conversational. Just want to touch on a few things I did want to mention. Roddy Roddy Piper died. Oh my God. Rest in yeah, peace. Rest in peace, Rowdy Roddy Piper. We are going to do They Live very soon. Yes. Very soon. Which was a fantastic movie. Fantastic movie. Um, and creepy all at the same time. Very creaky. Very creaky. Creepy. creepy. Also, um, Ark Survival Evolved. Play it. It's like grown up Minecraft in Jurassic World. Play it. Um. If you're a big anime fan, Attack of the Titan has a live action film that is pretty fucking good. Just watched it this weekend, and I was surprised at how well made it is. Like, ah, I gotta upload that for you. Surprised how well it was. And then the last thing I want to mention is that the NBA did this, like, they're trying to bring the NBA to Africa. So they're doing this, this thing where they got, like, every player who's, like, from Africa or one of their parents was, like, born in Africa on a team. And then they have Team World, where they have, like, a bunch of international players and a few U.S. players. And they played this exhibition game in Africa, right? And it was a really good event. And, like, the game was like an all-star game. The first three quarters was just fast-paced, running them down. And at some point, like, they got serious and really started fucking playing. But the game was so good. But the best part about the game was in the second quarter, Hakeem Olajuwon and Dikembe Mutombo came in for Team Africa and actually fucking played. Olajuwon was making moves, made a couple shots. I think he had a block. Like, it was fucking amazing. It was amazing. If you're a true NBA fan like me, I, like, welled up. Didn't quite drop a tear, but I welled up when I saw it. Like, it was fucking special. I mean, they're, like, 50 and 52. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're both legends, and they're two of the most prolific African the people. Give me time was one of the most likable guys. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's the ambassador to Africa for the NBA or something like that. So, and then Akeem Olajuwon is, like, the world ambassador to the NBA. But I just thought that was really special that those guys came out fucking played in that in that charity event and it's for Africa they're both from Africa I'm I think just gonna let you know that Hakeem Olajuwon is a terrorism supporter what yeah shut up all right so okay he's not all right so that about wraps it up for this episode we're not gonna do a conversational piece but what we are gonna do is we're gonna let you hear the original attempt at doing this podcast it's a whole <laughs> lot of me rambling on but uh if you're it's a true, still kind of funny. It's still kind of funny, and if you're a true fan, you'll listen anyway. Anyways, uh, we'll be back next week. I think we're going to do No Holds Barred, Hulk Hogan, Tiny Zeus Lester. And then uh, I'm pretty sure after that we're going to try to knock out They Live in a homage. Why, when I hear Piper. Hulk Hogan, do I think of Step Into a Slim Jim? I know that wasn't Hogan. No, it's, no. I'm just saying, why does This guy that? needs to look up his superstars. Who's <laughs> <laughs> there? Then we gotta. I do remember him from Rocky, though. Also, should we do No Holds Bars since Hogan, no. Hogan had the nigga rant? Should we do No Holds I don't think, I think it was him. I think I, it I'm was black listeners. Boss. I can say nigga. Nobody get offended. 
should we do it since he had the nigga rant? The nigga rant? I mean, I don't know. I'm banned Bill Cosby. Man, and he didn't have a. First of all, here's the deal. So Bill Cosby is a horrible fucking person. Allegedly, he's raping people. He, blah, blah, blah. He, uh, actually, he's in. He didn't. No legend. He's in deposition in court. Yeah, but to be honest with you, I think at best he's a fucking enabler. I don't think anyone was being tricked. I think people, I think they were partying with a fucking superstar, and he was like, I can make you famous. Bloop, bloop, drink this. And they was like, okay, Bill. I don't think they would need that, because just like most of the Oh, no, I think he has some, I think he has a strange fetish where he likes to fuck your body. No, 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 I think. another person. There was like a Sherwood cop that just got fired or something. I think Bill Cosby likes to fuck limp bodies. I think that's. Dude, there's like this crazy. Like here in here in Oregon? Yeah, that was like, like his wife like turned him in for like abuse and rape. Oh, he's he would, he would, making videos, right? He was knocking her out and making videos of him having sex with her or something. While she was passed out. Wow. Yeah. Right yeah. in the backyard. That is not a good relationship. If you can't ask and make it happen, it's not hey, a good relationship. Hey, you know what? What better wife than one that's passed out? <laughs> this guy's condoning rape. <laughs> Not let's, rape. Let's separate. That's just, is just the, in general. That is property, pers- right? That is the personal opinion. Wife, Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, so here's the deal. Bill Cosby despicable. Bill Cosby is a despicable fucking piece of filth. I still love the Cosby Show. Don't give a fuck. Cosby Show is still an amazing show. Yep. And Michael Jackson, although and whatever Michael Jackson might have did, shit, the motherfucker made Thriller. Great artist. And Hope Hogan might have used the M bomb a bunch of times, but I don't know. I, I kind of feel the way I felt about Donna Sterling. I don't expect old, rich, white guys to not be racist. I just don't. And Donald Sterling and Hope Hogan were both. I, I'm trying to look for the word because it's not acceptable. There is really no acceptable, but they aren't. They aren't like, I hate you because you're black. They're more along the lines of... They're more insensitive. Rather they're insensitive. Like, Donald Sterling wasn't like, I hate black people, don't be around black people. Donald Sterling was like, you're my side chick, don't bring black dudes to the game with you. And to be honest with you, I really think he was just saying, don't bring guys to my games, but she only brings black dudes. <laughs> and Hogan, even if you listen to his rant, he does tell his... Like, he says his daughter's fucking some nigga, but he also says... At least fuck a rich one. <laughs> and I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit how you feel about this. I don't want my daughter with no broke nigga either. Just saying. Again, I am black. <laughs> We're gonna have Black Lives Matter in this bitch. Pick it in yeah. pick it in the front line. They're gonna be snatching the microphone. We're not leaving. See where that We're not leaving the, the Black Lives Matter. We're not leaving like until white. we get to talk. We're not leaving. Until we get to talk. Or we get our money. selling Richard Pryor. Or until you... I'll tell you (laughs) one thing about Richard fucking Pryor. (laughs) Fuck Bill Cosby. All right, guys. We're out of here before I pull out another terrible impersonation. Actually, that was good. All right, cheers. Now, you're Richard Pryor.
Sound like movies. <laughs> 